Welcome to The Light Within, a podcast for anyone seeking to rewrite their life, live in their light, and align with their soul's highest purpose. I'm Leslie Draffin. I'm a journalist and menstrual cycle coach, and I'm obsessed with all things spirituality, sexuality, wellness, empowerment, and mysticism. Join me as I interview coaches, teachers, healers, and thought leaders from all around the globe about all the ways we can feel more tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF. If you're on a journey toward self-discovery, you've come to the right place. This is The Light Within. Hello, beautiful beings, and thank you for joining me for this mini episode of The Light Within. Today, I am sharing my top five practices for better menstrual health, and we're just going to jump right in. Number one, no surprise here, if you follow me on Instagram, track your cycle. This is the only way you'll be able to start seeing the patterns happening within your cycle, and seeing the patterns is the best way to start living more in tune with your cycle and not against it. Now, you can track your cycle using a paper tracker. I'm linking my free one in the show notes for you, or you can use an app. I have several that I love. I use Femometer. It's a great one, and it's free. You can also track your cycle even if you're on the pill. It's a great way for those on the pill to learn to live more cyclically, even though you don't currently technically have a period. And I will be getting more into this topic in our next episode, which comes out on Wednesday. Tip number two, supplement with pharmaceutical grade products, especially if you have been on the pill or if you're currently on the pill. If you've just come off of it, if you've been taking it for a while, then you need to know that it does rob your body of some very important micronutrients. So using supplements is a great way to put money in your wellness piggy bank. For my clients, I suggest a probiotic, since the pill does disrupt your gut microbiome, B vitamins, magnesium, which also helps with cramps, omega-3 fish oil, and melatonin, especially if you are mid-30s. Melatonin is essential, and it'll help you later on, not just with your sleep, but when it comes to menopause. Again, if you want to make sure these are high-grade quality supplements. I use a company called Theralogics. I'll put the link in the show notes below if you're interested in checking those out. Tip number three, when you have your period, rest, girl. I think this is my biggest thing you can do right now to help your hormone health. I remember when we were growing up, I say we, when I was growing up, seeing all those tampon ads out there, Tampax Sport, I think it was called, and it showed young, thin, white women working out, playing sports, often wearing white, which is very problematic because hello, sweat and grass stains, whatever. But anyway, the ads were pretty much pushing this idea that we should do anything and everything while we're bleeding, almost like we are just expected to keep going on like nothing's happening within our bodies. Before you come for me, I absolutely know that we can do anything the boys can do and do it while bleeding, just like that slogan says. But Seriously, though, why would I want to? Resting during your period helps your body recover. For many, it's the only break they might take from things like the gym or errands or whatever. When I am bleeding, I don't work out unless it's to take my dogs for a walk in nature, maybe do a little light yoga, meditate and stretch. But I don't do a lot of outside work either, like for this podcast. Instead, I do the things I love doing 
and take more time for myself. Even if you just take 1% more time for yourself in your next bleed, if you rest 1% more, I promise that's going to impact you in the greatest of ways for the rest of your cycle. Tip number four, choose your exercise based on the inner season you're in. Speaking of the gym, did you know we are not built to be killing ourselves at the gym 24-7? Most of the workouts touted these days, especially ones that promise those huge benefits like HIT, HIT was such a big one, they were actually never tested on menstruators. And when they were, didn't really prove good things. These were tested on men and postmenopausal women. When they did test on women who were menstruating, a lot of the times, like I said, it wasn't good. They could even have the opposite effects. Elisa Vitti, who is a women's hormone expert and best-selling author, says, it's because when we push ourselves and constantly kill it at the gym, no matter where we are in our cycles, we learn to turn on fat storage and muscle wasting, especially in that second half. When we do not honor where we are in our cycles and we just keep going and going and going, that's when the problems arise. So that is why I choose my movement first based on intuition and second on my cycle. Sometimes I do Pilates. Sometimes I lift heavy weights. Sometimes when I bleed, I don't do shit. And this is a huge topic. So I am devoting an entire episode on it. Next week, we'll talk about diet and exercise for menstruators. So you're going to want to tune in for that one. Finally, tip number five decrease your stress however you can. Seriously, stress is the biggest thing that fucks with your cycle. And it could come from a lot of different angles. Like obviously there's stress from jobs and relationships and finances and emotions, but there are also other stressors that can freak your cycle out too. The biggest one is sleep. So right now, I want you to commit to creating a better nighttime routine. Maybe it's shutting off the phone 30 minutes before bed. Maybe it's taking melatonin to promote good sleep or wearing blue light blockers. Whatever it is, commit to it because getting better sleep will reduce your stress and therefore help your cycle. Now, when it comes to managing other types of stress, we have talked a lot on this podcast about meditation. I love it. It works. It's so simple. And there are a ton of free ways to do it. My favorite app out there is Insight Timer. I highly suggest it for anyone who wants to start meditating. There are so many options. My other two favorite ways to reduce stress, journaling, especially when it comes to processing emotions or irritations. And then I also love cuddling whether it's my dog or my husband, physical touch releases feel-good hormones. And so if you don't have a pet or a significant other, someone to cuddle, you can touch yourself and release those feel-good hormones, or you can touch the earth. Get your bare feet on the ground. Grounding releases feel-good hormones. It helps reduce your stress. It has a whole host of benefits. And again, it is free. So those are my top five tips for better menstrual health. Like I mentioned, I have these mini episodes devoted to menstrual cycle awareness coming for you for the next few weeks, so make sure you tune in. Also, remember, our planner giveaway with Creekside Press is still going on. You can find out how to enter by checking out episode 57 with Jacqueline Van Beek. Finally, my new group coaching program launches in May. It is a four-month deep dive into cyclical living and all the ways you can use your menstrual cycle to boost productivity, inner peace, happiness, and abundance. I'd love to tell you more about it in a free 30-minute cycle check-in. You can book those with me by clicking the link in the show notes below. Again, 
Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I hope you have a beautiful day. And always remember, there's no light without darkness, but there's no darkness without light. I'll see you next time.